0: Yo te
1: Good morning and happy new year. Thank you for joining us as we kick off another season and brand new episode. My name is Lauren Holverson and I am the executive director of the Dalton Innovation Accelerator and your host. My co-host Bob Caperton should be rejoining us on the next episode. We are coming to you high above Hamilton Street in downtown Dalton from our very own content creation studio. We have got a great guest for you today. She is a Dalton native and became a small business owner in 2021 when she opened the doors of Cafe Leon, which is located just down the way from us across the street. Uh, Felicia, good morning and thank you for joining us. How are you today?
0: Good, good. A little sleepy, but
1: we're here. Yes, Thursdays are rough. I just feel like they are. Um, Mondays, I I have no problem, but Thursdays, like, I need a gallon of sweet tea from Chick-fil-A, usually. Sounds about right, especially how it's kind of gloomy outside. It doesn't help anything. Yes, changing temperatures and everything. So, tell us a little bit about yourself, your upbringing, uh, maybe the role of your parents, and kind of any sort of fun facts about yourself.
0: Um, I'm the oldest of four four children, Um, so I think that has a lot to do with I'm always stressed out. My siblings are chaotic. Um, I'm 19 years old. Um, I opened Café Leo with my mom and my siblings. Um, and yeah, I'm trying to think of more things of my like childhood, but we're pretty chill kids. We lived, I would lived in Dalton all our lives. So I um, we went to school with a lot of the people that we see. Yeah. And it's really cool because I'm just like, oh, hey, most of them are my friends. So. That's cool. awesome. Now, remind me, what's the youngest age? The youngest age. So, um, my little brother, he's the youngest, and he's max. He's 12 years old. Okay. So, so 12 to, to it 19. 19, 17,
1: 15, and 12. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. So, now, are your parents from the Dalton area? Uh, my mom
0: is. Um, she was born and raised, and then she kind of lived in Chatsworth for a little bit, and then we're back over here. Um, my dad, on the other hand, he was born in Le- León, Guanajuato, Mexico, mm-hmm. and so he came here when he was 19. Okay. Yeah. That's and awesome. So, um, they actually ended up meeting at a Burger King, because my dad had three jobs, and so my mom,
1: she worked at the same Burger King with them, and then they fell in love, and they got married
0: from there. Oh, that's so, awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's great. Now... I know your dad is a big part of the business. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your dad and the story behind the coffee shop?
0: Um, yeah, um, so since we were really little, my dad, he um, has taught us a lot. There's not a lot of 12 year olds that would know about taxes, but he made sure that we knew that. <laughs> he made sure that we, um, we wanted, he wanted more for us. Um, him coming here and working three jobs and my mom working two jobs most of our childhood um, he he wanted a lot more for us and he wanted us to be able to do what we wanted in life and not have to work three jobs and um, so whenever he passed away in November um, I kind of just decided that all of us should like put it into something that he would be proud of and so that's where Cafe Nome came from yeah yeah it's been pretty cool
1: That's incredible, and I know he is looking down, and he is just so proud of you all and what you've accomplished. Um, Now, one of the stories, too, that you've shared with me is how the location came to be, right? Because that was kind of a fate thing. (laughs) Uh, So will you share kind of how that came
0: to be? Um, So one day, me and my boyfriend, we went down to the Fast Photo, which is a couple buildings down, and um, we went to go get some photos, and we were walking around downtown. And we saw this like the for release sign in the building. And so we were like, what, that's crazy. And so the realtor was actually out there and she was like, oh, are you the people I'm supposed to meet? And I was like, no, but we'll look at it. She's like, yeah, they're late, so go ahead. So we all went in and it was really cool. It was already set up for a coffee shop. It kind of looked like it had its bar, the lighting, everything. So I was like, oh. so I went home, told my mom and yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was perfect. It was in our reach. It was in our budget. It was it was close. It was downtown. I was like, wow,
1: okay. It really is a a great location, um, and the space is fantastic. It's um, it has so much character, and um, you know, one of the the benefits I think that you have in your coffee shop because there are a variety of coffee shops now downtown is that yours is one of the larger spaces, and I feel like you can really have larger groups there, um, mm-hmm. and. We're going to get into kind of the artsy feel and some of the things that you're doing related to the arts shortly, uh, but right now, will you tell any of our uh, audience who maybe haven't been able to stop by your coffee shop yet what your menu looks like? Tell them about the drinks, uh, the treats and things that you have, the sandwiches, all that good stuff. Okay, um,
0: so treat-wise, my mom, she bakes everything at the shop, so from cupcakes, cookies, muffins, stuff like that, stuff for the morning with your coffee to like sweet treats after dinner um food wise right now we're actually thinking to um, expand our food menu okay but for right now we're doing tortas which is like a pressed sandwich uh we do tostadas we do um man i kind of spaced for a second we do lentil soup we do different kinds of soups um for breakfast we do like waffle bites which are very popular surprisingly um Waffle bites, all kinds of breakfast things, and then coffees. I oh my goodness, I love making the coffees. Um, all kinds of lattes. We change them out every season, so um, I'm really excited to work on some more like different flavors. And then we also have teas for the people who don't like coffee. Yes, uh, we have plenty of teas, and we're always working on something. So if anybody has a suggestion, we will definitely work on it. So
1: that's awesome, and that's another thing that I love about. Uh, Cafe Leon is that um, you know I don't drink coffee and so you guys have a variety of drinks that I can still drink and enjoy and you're always willing to try new things Uh, I came back from Disney after Labor Day and had a lavender lemonade tea uh, that I was just obsessed with on the trip and I came back and I was like Felicia can we recreate this (laughs) drink Uh, because it was so good and they did they made me a couple of different versions to try them out to see which one was the best one Uh, that was just fantastic and uh, I love the variety that you have um, for for those that need caffeine and those that maybe can't have as much caffeine so that's great. So you opened Cafe Leon in the middle of a pandemic right Uh, and there have been a lot of businesses that have opened up during the pandemic which is fantastic for our community but do you feel like there was an opportunity maybe um, in doing that where some may have seen that as actually as a challenge?
0: Um, opportunity-wise, um, I believe kind of like when all the vaccines came in and everybody felt more comfortable to go out, that was a big thing. A lot of people, um, they wanted to go out, they wanted to experience the Friday nights with their friends, so that I thought that was a really cool thing to see. Um, also the advantage, like you were saying, that we have a larger space. We do have all of our tables and chairs really spaced out, so I feel like people feel more comfortable to come and study or come and like, hang out with friends and the tables aren't so cluttered. Um, so that's another big opportunity. But there has been some challenges, I'm not gonna lie.
1: <laughs> Certainly, there always is in starting a, a new business. And of course, because of the pandemic, there have been uh, some very unique challenges that not everyone saw coming. And like you said, you have a big space, so everyone can feel safe and distanced if um, you know, they're uncomfortable in larger or in smaller spaces around people. So you mentioned, um, you know, there have been a few challenges. Do you mind sharing maybe a couple of the challenges that you guys have faced as you're going to approach your one-year anniversary uh, this spring?
0: Uh, yeah. Um, so a couple of the challenges that have actually been very challenging lately, um, the, like the shortage of things, like when you try to order stuff. Like I know I've ordered stuff on Amazon. I don't get it for like four weeks, and then, like, and that was like on Prime and so um and then like everything's out of stock we go to the stores here there's nothing and people are waiting on that you know they're counting on you to have it so it gets pretty challenging you go to Costco and like it's crazy um and then like an inflation like mm-hmm. they're like there when we opened it was a lot cheaper to buy things than right now it's been really crazy but I'm I don't want to like raise the price too high where people are like hey what's up but right it, that's been a challenge with that um and then since the new Delta variant, like, I've seen that we, like, dropped a lot more. Um, people, I guess, don't want to come in anymore. Like, downtown is actually a lot slower, I see, for lunchtime. And so, well, at least in that area. Um, and we did notice that it's usually, it's whenever it started. So, I don't know. It's been kind of challenging in that aspect. But we're getting through it.
1: Yeah. And I think so many other businesses are going through those same pains, Um, because the labor shortage of course creates a lot of problems for businesses Um, getting you know product there are a lot of things that are missing from grocery stores like you said Uh, and the the prices continue to go up I was just reading an article yesterday that meat prices are going to be going up soon so there's just a lot of issues that small businesses are having to work around and and like you said you don't want to charge you know so much that you draw um, kind of negative feedback from your, your clientele because no one likes to pay more. But at the same time, you've got to cover your costs, and it's just such a fine line, and it can mm-hmm. be very frustrating as an entrepreneur to, to deal mm-hmm. with that. I know that, too, you know, just the, the wait times on some things. I've spoken with so many entrepreneurs in the community where they used to be able to order something, and it would take maybe two, three weeks to get it max and now they're being advised to order six months in advance oh, wow, yeah. um, which is just insane it's hard to plan for some of that demand and what you need and you're in the food based business which is even more challenging because you can't plan six months out
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, so yeah I, um, I feel for all of our entrepreneurs that are having to navigate that because I know it's very very frustrating and I wish we had a simple solution and a cure to it to make it <laughs> easier for you guys uh, right now we, we unfortunately don't so, what would you say is one of the most rewarding things about having your very own business?
0: Um, to me, I love the customers. Like if I would like have to think about closing or something, I would feel terrible because uh, a lot of our customers, a lot of our regulars, I know all of them, like, I know all of them by name, I know their order. Um, we have conversations on the daily while making coffee. So, I mean, and I've grown, like, really good relationships. Like, I'm even I'm even helping, like, um, one of our customers, she had, like, a art thing. She did art in New York. And so she came here and she doesn't know anyone. And so I'm actually helping her and she's doing, like, ornaments and stuff. So, and then I'm also helping someone else. But it's funny because I didn't know these people a year ago. So, yeah, I think that's one of the biggest and most rewarding things. Because when you open a business, um, a lot of your older friends that you had, Um, things change. You don't really talk to them. You don't have time. And it gets, it gets pretty lonely. So um, I think it's really cool. I love my customers. I think that's the best thing.
1: That's awesome. And uh, having had my own business, I would, I would second that too. And I know all the other entrepreneurs that we've had on the podcast have, had said similar things that that customer relationship is so special. And uh, I know from the customer side too, it's fantastic when they know you and they say, Hey, you know so and so it's so good to see you Um, and then when you go to a place and they know like how you like your food and everything and you don't even have to tell them anymore (laughs) Um, that's fantastic so uh, one of the things that you've done that I personally love is incorporated the arts into your cafe Uh, Dalton has an incredible artistic presence Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that and how you've been involved with the guild um
0: yeah so uh, we kind of started off I believe it was um, somewhere around July, we asked a bunch of our local artists to bring art in um, for a little art gallery that I was thinking that was gonna be temporary, but once we had it up on the walls and everybody was looking at it, they loved it, I loved it, um, so I didn't wanna take it down. If anything, I wanted to continue it and just trade out the art so everybody can have a little bit. And so it's been going well. I I think it looks really cool um, and it gives them a lot of kind of like presence that yeah. people can know because a lot of people don't know that there's that many artists like mm-hmm. in Dalton um, and so lately we have been involved with the guild um, we have I'm trying to contact one of their art like they're one of the students and they wanted to put some art in the gallery and I think that would be super cool plus we have like we're collabing for something else but um, for Dia de los Muertos we did um, have a collab where um We went to like cater for the food and stuff. And I thought that was awesome. But then we also took like for the altar, we took some stuff and I took some photos um, to put there of like my dad and my family. And it was beautiful. And so I thought it was really fun. And hopefully um, 2022, we can like plan something bigger for the Dia de los Muertos parade and um, kind of the event that they have at the Guild. Yeah. So I think that'd be really cool.
1: That's awesome. I love it. So the other thing, um, I know you've had um, some local photographers come in and do some different things um, with you guys, yes, too. Definitely. And uh, you mentioned having someone come and do ornaments and things. So just very cool to have that, that presence because there are there's so many awesome creatives in this community. Um, that was one thing that I, just being quite honest, I was surprised by when I moved here. I didn't realize that there was such an art presence here uh, yeah. in Dalton. And so that's been really cool to, to see that. So I hope you don't mind me sharing this, but uh, we being the Dalton Innovation Accelerator have had an opportunity to work with you, uh, and that's been an absolute pleasure. I enjoy getting to know you and your mom. Uh, Can you maybe discuss how we've assisted you all, maybe provided some opportunities like Mingle on the Rooftop, which you did last summer?
0: Yes, of course. Um, So you have actually been such a great help since we first opened. Um, Being a first-time business owner, it's really tricky. It's scary, and... There's so much that you can seriously get super overwhelmed. So I know me and my mom were when we first started opening. Like it was crazy. So you did help us a lot when we first opened and throughout like our entire like year. Um, Mingo on the rooftop was actually one of the funniest things we've been to. Um, it was our first one. So it was it was tricky. We did forget some stuff, but I thought it was awesome. Um getting to meet people here, um, giving us the opportunity for the first time set up and um, we were all kind of it was kind of chaotic for us because we were like, Oh no, we forgot this. We have to run back, but it was really fun, and we really enjoyed it, and it helped us get there 's a lot of customers like there 's some people that i didn 't really know well there, but because I met them here, um other events they're like, Oh yeah, I remember you and we just it was, it's it 's really cool
1: that 's awesome yeah. that just makes my heart happy um <laughs> because that's that was the whole vision behind Mingle on the rooftop is just to Give small businesses the opportunity to get that exposure and to try out new things if they wanted to. So I'm glad that that's beneficial, and I can't wait to do it again this year. Yes. Uh, lots of ideas because we've we've started kind of revamping our rooftop to make it even uh, more beautiful space. So last year we got planters and things, and um, okay. Fiddleheads did that, and it just has transformed the space. And we're going to add. Uh, more turf and some outdoor games and all sorts of things to really make it a neat space for all of our community to enjoy and for our small businesses to be able to come and set up and promote themselves and not have to worry about paying for it because that's a big thing too it's just how expensive it is to participate in some events and things Um, so we want to just eliminate that cost (laughs) issue altogether. So what advice do you have for budding entrepreneurs in our community? Anyone that's thinking about starting a business, what would you tell them?
0: Um, Have patience. Patience is um, a big virtue when it comes to businesses, when it comes to yourself. Um, Have patience with yourself, because some days you are going to want to walk out crying. (laughs) Um, Have patience with yourself and have patience with your business. Some days it'll look like it's a complete disaster and the next day I promise you it will turn right around it will be amazing so just have a lot of patience with everything that you do and with your business your career and yourself and also give yourself time because if you do not cut time for yourself I guarantee you you are going to burn out and it's going to be terrible for you so just don't forget about yourself
1: that's fantastic advice Um, certainly advice to follow if you're not following it especially (laughs) as relates to that self-care piece because I know we all struggle in that Mm -hmm. uh, arena and it is it's it's all about patience and um, pacing yourself and giving it time to work so many times I see entrepreneurs that they have a great idea Um, But they expect it to take off, and they're making $100,000 in three months. And I'm like, it doesn't work that way usually. I'm sorry, (laughs) but it doesn't usually happen that way. Um, So fantastic advice. Thank you for sharing that. No problem. So uh, before we go, do you have any events that you are planning for this year uh, or any, you know, previous events that you want to share uh, with our audience and any special additions to the menu that you already know about for 2022? Anything like that? Um,
0: from what I know right now, um, I know that next year we are really wanting to um, collab with the Arts Guild to do the Dia de los Muertos. I already talked to Amanda and I think it will be awesome. There's some really good ideas that I think would make it so fun. Like, it would be awesome, even more than it is right now. And um, I think the community's really going to like it. Um, and so trying to think of other events that we've done. I know I'm being on the rooftop. I'm very mm-hmm. excited for that. Um, the expo, if the expo's next year. Um, I really enjoyed being at the business expo this year. So that would be definitely something we look at. Um, and I know I do wanna do some more events. Um, like I know like we're having this week we're actually having a pajama. Like it's a loteria night, which we have loteria nights every Saturday. Mm-hmm. So this this week is gonna be like the loteria with pajamas. Okay. And so everybody who's wearing their pajamas gets free hot chocolate. And so I'm hoping that um next year we can do more events like that. Just yeah. spontaneous things. Um, so yeah, and and that's what I'm thinking for for next year. Um that's Let's awesome. See. Yeah, and new menu items. I'm hoping to expand our lunch menu. Okay. Because I see a lot of people like our lunch, but they want more soups, more more flavors, more varieties. And so I promise them something, I'm going to deliver. So. Yeah,
1: the lunch is great. If you have not been there, highly recommend it. I like to go and get a torta um, from Cafe Leon uh, when I have to stay in the office. That's my my go-to place. <laughs> Thank so I uh, highly recommend going there. For those that are not following you on social media, can you provide your social media information for them?
0: Yeah. Um, so we have our Instagram and our Facebook, and they're both Cafe Leo 99 So if you look up Cafe Leo 99 on either one, you'll find us. So.
1: Perfect. Well, make sure to follow them. Go check them out. Uh, that's just a fantastic business to support in downtown, in our community and uh, Felicia and her mom and her siblings are all fantastic uh, and uh, so glad that you were able to join us today Felicia and that um, you know getting to share a little bit about your story and how it all came to be so to our audience this has been another episode of the accelerator and I hope you'll tune in next month for another story behind the entrepreneur take care